Hey, what's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Spider-Man remains in the MCU as Sony and Disney agree to a new deal. Terrific. 2021 could be the biggest year ever at the box office. And we've got the first trailer for the Birds of Prey movie, plus a listener-sponsored review of the 2009 movie Zombieland, and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, October 3rd, 2019. <laughs> oh, hi, I didn't hear you come in. This is Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Now, if somebody could please explain to me what a geek boner is, my life would be complete. Until then... Rock on, nation. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock it. Be heard it. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock it. Be heard it. Spoiler alert. That's right, listener. We jockin', we nerdin', we spoiler alertin'. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. <laughs> He's the Jock. Are you laughing at your own shit? He's the nerd. I am. I crack myself up sometimes. Uh, over there in the corner is a puppet. That always does the double tap. Never forgets. Of course, it's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? I also flush twice. You gotta flush yeah. twice and double tap once. You only YOLO once, Rugs, right? Well, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> you can only if, YOLO if once. If I get bitten by a zombie, I might YOLO twice. Oh, you could YOLO later. What are you double tapping over there, Rugs? Anything? A keg? Uh, Mass? Anything? I'm drinking a beer. Uh, double tap that keg. Yeah. Guys, I uh, really need this show this week. I need this geek release because it's been a hell of a week at work. You ever have one of those weeks where it feels like a month? You ever have one of those weeks where you don't know what day of the week it is at any point in time? I'm sure everyone can relate. Quick story before we start about how out of it I was earlier this week. I came home uh, for, for lunch and to let the dogs out from work. And I was eating some leftover pizza, and I was giving the dogs treats. So in the one hand, I'm eating pizza. I'm giving the dogs treats. I'm eating pizza. I think you can guess where this is going. I accidentally ate a dog treat. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I didn't realize it until after I put it in my mouth and swallowed it. And I was like, what the fuck did I just put in my mouth? Because it had a similar consistency of the old pizza crust. So that's how out of it I am. Uh, my mind you is mush. Try and put the dog food on the pizza. Oh, dog food pizza! You know what? Uh, I've it had was, that once. It wasn't that bad. Tell you the truth, I'll I've had you, worse I, things, Imran. I would, I would give it three out of five stars for Remember, dog, I was dog treats. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll send some dog food over for your rugs. Yeah, make sure it's Alpo. It's my favorite. Anybody ever tried uh, human grade dog food? It's nice. No, no. We should try no. it. No, it's you know how much protein are in these dog treats? <laughs> Lots of protein. <laughs> anyway, I was trying to think of some sort of dog food brand. Yeah, you ever smell like you open up a thing of bacon, bacon strips? Oh, to your yeah. dog, and you're like, hey, bacon. it kind of smells pretty good. 
Dude, <laughs> listen, we spoil our dogs. They eat better than us. So we got high-grade, clean treats. So, look, just for the listener, I apologize in advance if I say things that are even more ridiculous than usual. Because my brain is pudding right now. He's eating dog food, this people. Um, eating dog food. Like, <laughs> How did it taste? It was a bad. It was a bad. It just <laughs> kind of dissolved in my mouth and got soft. And I was like, what the fuck was Diggs that? He just rolled over and wanted someone to rub his belly. I was like, oh, scratch my hair's my balls. Uh, <laughs> and with that, let's, I was like, was, my balls was hot. Okay, we have a lot <laughs> Too of Too much information about Imran and his dogs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love my dogs. A lot of geek news to get to. rubbing. Let's hit it. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Listen, I have female dogs, so I'm the alpha with the balls. Oh, okay. All sure. right. And they know this. Do they? I don't know. No. They control everything, <laughs> really, as dogs do. You <laughs> I know. thought we were going to get through an intro without mentioning any kind of uh, genitalia. But, no, it uh, doesn't happen. Again. No, no, this, this doesn't happen around here. <laughs> you can't get through the first 30 seconds without a dick joke in yes. the Jock and Nerd Podcast. That's what you uh, pay for. Look. Big news hitting the geek stream just five weeks after Spider-Man's movie Mommy and Daddy had a very public breakup. Uh, Spidey's back in the MCU. Oh, shit. You know, he kind of didn't really leave at all. Oh. Right? The, uh, the news came out that Sony had agreed to the initial terms that Disney originally proposed. Here's the new deal. It's a little bit different than the, the, the first deal in 2015 that came out of the Sony email hacks of 2014. A deal that was very public. You know, it was a very unique situation. Everybody read all this shit. This time, not so public. So, Spidey's coming back for a third Spider-Man movie in the MCU, shepherded by Kevin Feige, John Watts, coming back to direct they even have a date this movie's coming out july 16th 2021 puts it firmly in phase four Geek boner. as far as and the deal also calls for spider-man to appear in one more disney slash marvel movie the monies this is what they both finally agreed on marvel is going to co-finance 25 percent of this third movie and receive 25 percent equity stake coming back at them this was crazy and then the most recent news was that tom holland himself was instrumental i don't know how much of this to believe apparently at like the 11th hour when the deal was dead tom holland goes to tom rothman uh ceo of sony and bob Iger, and it has a little bit of leverage because uh holland's starting in the uh, in the uncharted movie for sony which is Oh, another thing. What the hell? Yeah, he's going to be uh, Nick. Uh, what's his name? Nick Drake? Yes. Is it Nick Drake? Yeah. So he had. That, a, that's wild because he doesn't look anything like that. He doesn't even remind me of that character. I will tell you one thing, though. Watching Maybe the, the young version when he's a child. Uh, stunt wise, watching the bonus stuff on the, on the Spidey Far From Home, he does a lot of his stunts himself, a lot of practical stunts. He likes to get thrown around. Obviously, he's very physical. Nathan Drake. Nathan. Nick Drake is uh, from the bed. That's like a musician. Uh, I don't know who that is. I made Nathan, up that name. Well, the, the only thing is I say is Nathan Drake was based off Johnny Knoxville. Oh, so he's yeah. supposed to be like a wise-ass yeah. fucking jackass asshole person. Yeah. I can't see lovable Holland. That's going to mess up his whole... I guess it's called acting for a reason. Isn't I he guess... voiced by that guy? Isn't he supposed to be like Nathan Fillion or something? I thought that's what I always thought. Is that who voices uh, in the video no, I game? I thought that's what he was modeled after, like the way he looks. Is Nathan Fillion. He does look like Fillion. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of look like Philip. He was uh, wait here. I'm I pulled it up. He's a mix of he's based on his he's looks like Johnny Knoxville. Okay, 
but he's supposed to be a mixture of Harrison Ford and Bruce Willis. Oh, oh. shit. Okay. And you put all this together and you get Tom Holland? And you get Tom Holland. Okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? I think he's just too small. Uh, he's going to have to bulk up. Uh, anyway, Listen, what are you guys, what were your thoughts when this thing broke? Who is this deal better for that both parties come out getting something? It's kind of, I'm, I go back and forth. I'm not sure who got the better end of the deal. Who got the better end? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Marvel got the better end because they are the ones that drug Sony through the mud, made them look stupid, and then they came back and made a deal. Yeah, they used the uh, public outcry. I, I, as far as the money, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I don't know all the finances. You know, so I don't know. Well, they're taking they're they're, invest- they're taking more, right? They're, they're getting investing more, some, but- so it's going to take a little bit of yeah. the edge off the the price tag of the movie in the in the beginning. But then they're going to lose like a nice chunk of the money on the back end. So I think uh, I don't know. I mean, depends how much movie how much money the movie makes. Right. Um, I mean, it'll it make makes another- a billion. It's yeah. a significant amount of money. Disney still has Spider Man merchandising rights, also. Right. Yeah. Well, I think Disney, both Disney comes off better. Yeah, I was gonna say publicly Disney comes off better. I think at the end of the day, I think, I think I mentioned it when this first happened. I, I knew I had a good feeling they would eventually work it out because there's just there's no one that was gonna win if they didn't work out. Right. Now at least like they both kind of feel better and both kind of escape publicly looking a lot better. Whereas if it didn't work out, then there would be definite losers in both situations. What does Sony get out of this? That's like besides the fact that they're not they don't like assholes anymore. Well. Sony gets to, I think a lot of people liked Tom Holland and yeah. they like him in the MCU, so they get to keep that. They yep. get to end this storyline that they've created in the first two. They also, I don't know if you guys read what Fahey came out with, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically admitted that the Sony stuff moving forward is also going to be incorporated. So here's the quote. He said, uh, Spider-Man also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross cinematic universes. Yep. So as Sony continues to develop their own Spideyverse, you'd never know what surprises the future might hold. So that's what I was asking. Does Venom appear in the MCU? Or does Spidey appear in Venom for Sony? Does it go back and all, forth? All of that's possible. Sony has 900 uh, Spider-Man characters known as Sony's universe of my- Marvel characters. They may cross over. So, Anthony, what you're saying is the cross of this shared, detailed universe could happen. Right. That's exciting th- for Sony. Yeah, I'd say I think it's more likely that they'll make this one more Marvel film with with um, Tom Holland at, with the MCU producing. They'll do the one film where he's in a MCU film, but then he it's basically like the blessing to now take Tom Holland and put him in the Sony universe too. You think Tom Holland sticks around for that, or they have to mm. lock him up? I think I think I have to believe that they've sort of locked up another movie or two out of Tom Holland to do this. Unless the deal extends again after the movie makes another billion dollars. I could see this movie ending with some sort of like alternate universe where he has to step into another New York yes. City in Earth seventeen sixty nine or some shit so like I, that. I'm happy that they can wrap up their cliffhanger and give Spider Man a really quick trilogy of movies before, you know, even Guardians gets its third movie. Uh, all this happened very quickly. But on the other hand, uh, Marvel owns 25% of Sony's crown jewel IP. But on the other hand, Sony gets Marvel's creative power to continue to, to, to build up this character with the Disney brand. 
But I think ultimately the house of mouse gets what it wants. Oh shit! No matter what. Well, there was also a lot of rumors that they wanted to use Spider-Man to pump up Captain Marvel. Oh, and that that might be the next film that he's in is in the next Captain because there's a lot of stuff kind of coming out about how the fans are kind of like meh on Captain Marvel. Right. So how can we juice it up? So how do we juice her up? Juice her up. So I have Spider-Man. I have a whole so many different thoughts. How do you guys think Marvel can can solve the Spider-Man problem? Uh, There's a couple of options because now Feige has a chance to provide closure and write spidey out of the mcu if that is the end game you could intro the spidey verse uh if marvel wanted to be dicks they could kill spider-man oh shit and maybe bring in miles morales uh, you could have spider-man retire yeah but they don't own they don't own miles either uh sony probably owns miles morales yes yeah, so that's stupid they could kill Spider-Man and have make, force Sony to recast. You could it could be like Spidey was a scroll in the MCU and he wasn't over there. I don't know. There's a bunch of crazy they ways they to, could like, wrap this up. Obliterate Spider-Man, like chop off his head, because like you know in comic books you could always make someone come back. Right? Yes, so. yes, and there's multiple versions. But I have a feeling Feige is wants to have an endgame for Spider-Man in the MCU. Seeing as how this played out the first time, uh, maybe you know they won't be able to renegotiate again. Uh, but as far as so, look, this. I mean, date, if, if Disney really wanted to get Spider-Man back, they have to play the long game and just yeah. let Sony fail. Yes, they're gonna have to give it to Sony for a while, and let them and, fail, and then they're gonna be like, it's not cost-effective for us to spend money on this movie anymore because Sony's on rocky ground as it is. It's just a waiting game. I was kind of excited to see what Sony would have this done is with this Spider-Man. Sony up, yes, and and making the deal of them getting Spider-Man back like a hundred percent you know, more of an impossibility. Um, the, the At best, they're going to get 25%. That's all they're going to get. Maybe they'll get maybe another 30%, maybe another 50%. Who, Disney? Yeah, maybe yeah. They'll, get, they'll, they'll ratchet it up to 50 at some point. But uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think Feige is holding up Sony right now. Feige is worth the 25% they're going to give them, but they're also putting in 25%. So, makes sense. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, the date, July 16th, 2021, puts this movie before Black Panther and uh, Thor. But after Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, what if they put Spidey in the Doctor Strange movie and uh, they introduce the multiverse concept there and then it plays out at the end of the third movie? Also, Who's the villain going to be? You know, you could you could introduce Craven in this one. You could do Chameleon. Uh, I'm sure Feige had a plan and uh, for they a third movie, had a plan. You know, I, I would ex- my my expectation is Craven. Yeah, I think that Marvel wants to do Craven before Sony does it and ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if Sony will ruin it, but I mean, in in their eyes, that's what they think. So. The other thing is, as far as his cameo movie in the comics, Spidey has teamed up with so many characters that we know in the MCU and that we're going to meet. So you could have him introduce the Fantastic Four. He's buddies with Johnny Storm. Uh, what if Peter needs a lawyer to clear his name because of what Jonah did and he hires Matt Murdock? Geek boner. You could bring in Daredevil. He's been buddies with Doctor Strange, like I just mentioned. Put him in the Multiverse of Madness. Wolverine. Uh, if you introduce the X-Men, he's buddies with Iceman, Wolverine. Or what about when they bring Deadpool into the MCU? They use Spider-Man because they also have a, a tenuous relationship well, in the comics. 
you could do all these Deadpool things. and this Spider-Man, this fluffy Spider-Man? Yeah. No. Deadpool and the real Spider-Man, who's fucking like more of a, a, a quippy. That's true. You know, that's the yeah, that's how know, it is in the comics. Yes, sarcastic asshole Spider-Man, which is the one I love. Uh, n- not here. In fact, in the comics, it's hilarious because that Peter Parker is so annoyed by Wade Wilson in the comics. Like, it, even he even bugs uh, Spider-Man as cocky and as quippy as he is. He's like, really, I got to deal with like, this. MCU fucking Spider-Man guy. is so fluffy and like. Yeah, he's Tony Stark light. He's a little. He's like oh, a rich gosh. kid with a, a trust fund. You know, yeah. uh, no, but everybody, uh, nobody's concerned that his uh, uh, that this he's Spider Man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He tells people he's Spider Man, and they're just okay with it. Nobody's uh, slightest bit concerned. Yeah. Uh, it's great. He's all. He's all thumbs up. Hey, hot girl, you want to go out with me? Yep. Okay. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Why not? Yay! No, great. But I think the fans <laughs> win ultimately in the Yay! end. Because we'll get uh, another uh, Spider-Man movie. So, I mean, I'm excited, but also I was like, okay, interesting what's going on. We'll see how long it lasts this time. At least one more movie. One more movie. One more cameo. Can they throw him in any of these Disney Plus shows? Does that count? Is that skirting around the contract? I don't know. That could be cool. Mm. I don't know. Sony's got the rights of TV locked up, too. Yeah, they're making they're making all these movies and uh the and TV shows based on all that these Spider Man cartoon. I think animation. I think that that's off the table. I don't know what is it. It's 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 complicated. There's also the what if, so you can have Tom Holland uh, voice Spider Man in an episode of What If or something. Anyway, Spider Man's back, baby. So what do you call the third movie? Back at home, uh, homecoming again. You gotta have the word home in it. Um, uh, <laughs> home ain't what it used to be. Home ain't what it used to be. Home is where the heart is. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. It's a ain't little, no place like home. No place like home for now. No place like home for no place for now. Spider Man still in the MCU. Listener home for the holidays. Home. Uh, pff, boo. <laughs> so cheesy. Uh, listener, let us know what you think of this deal. Oh, many of you have join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Exclusive closed group just for you. Get in there. Geek out with us all. Spread the geekery. It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Well, I, yeah, you're not triggering me to end the show this time, Anthony. I'm <laughs> on to your shenanigans. I do want to mel- welcome a couple of people uh, that have joined this week. Welcome Monty Garland, Isaiah Jobus, Sean March, Marsh. Sorry. See, this is what you get. I mispronounce your name even though I have it written down. And Bobby Bunoy. Who listens to us in Pandora? Nice, and Bobby. In Pandora, in, in, on Pandora, like Avatar. He's in Avatar. He's actually at the Panera in Pandora, listening to Pandora. I like to listen to Pandora in a Panera, only in a Panera. Pandora and Panera. Uh, no, listen, Bobby. Quiet, Bo- you. Be- <laughs> quiet. Bobby Bunoy listens to us in Pandora. He uh, loves all the hosts, but he also has a similar geek podcast and Facebook group community. Really? Called The Average Four, which I kind of like. That's a it's a funny name. Uh, we'll play off Fantastic Four. So uh, this is why he joined. He's like, I have a podcast like your guys, and you guys are a lot of fun. So we nice. are glad to have Bobby. And I think those other guys are buddies of his from The Average Four. Anyways, welcome, everyone. Nice. Also, shout out to our awesome group admin, John Bellotti Jr., he is right now at New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Uh, tabling uh, with uh, Tchaikovsky's there. And Jimmy Shea, uh, I think, flew in to go there. And I hope Bellotti gets to meet some of our listeners. It's kind of fun. 
Yeah, by nice. the time you listen to it, it'll be over. Good luck, John. <laughs> That's true, John. I hope you sold a lot of shit by the time you listen to this. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what what news breaks next week uh, from, we'll have it for you, New York Comic Con. Uh, okay, before all the Spidey deal broke, first of all, it was so inconsiderate of them to release this like the day after we released the podcast. Oh, shit. What the fuck, Disney? I've sent you our schedule. Seriously. What are you doing? Such bullshit. They could have waited. What bullshit. They could have waited. This is old news. Yippee! But before Tom, oh. is that you? It's Mickey Mouse, Tom Holland. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I gotta go fight Mysterio. <laughs> that's really good. I should do Mickey Mouse, Spider Man. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Oh man. Oh MJ. <laughs> you know, Mickey Mouse is like completely like uh, watered down. Yeah. Like there's nothing offensive about They've Mickey Mouse Mickey anymore. Mouse, Spider Man. But before all this news broke, a couple of interesting stories. Like a day before. Sony comes out saying they are developing a Spider-Man spinoff movie uh, for Madam Web, which is quite confusing. Sign me up. Geek Boner. Maybe Geek Boner or Floppy John. Floppy John. Which one? What do you think? (laughs) I I don't know know what Madam Web is. So this is the problem. Old ladies with cobwebs? Madam Web is an obscure character. She's never had her own book. She's a, a supporting character in Spider-Man's universe. She's kind of a cross between like Doctor Strange, Charles Xavier. She's an old blind woman that uh, uh, looks over the web of time. Uh, and she's been instrumental in the cartoon. And uh, what she, the fuck? she got kidnapped by Juggernaut once. And multiple people have been Madam Web. That sounds like Watu the Watcher. Kind of a little bit for the Spider-Man universe. So recently, one of the Spider-Women, uh, Julia Carpenter, I think is her name, was also got the powers of Madam Web. Basically, though, they could use her to really get into the Spider-Verse and uh, bring in more people and show Spider-Man. But like... This, uh, Sony's just making these crazy Spider-Man villain supporting movies. Movies that nobody wants. Morbius, and they're probably going to do Silver and Black, and uh, they're doing Venom 2. Uh, it's very strange. I don't want to see anything anymore. Right? <laughs> right? Just stop <laughs> making movies. Shut it down. <laughs> Everybody We're, just You've sh- gotten to the dregs right now. God, you're doing Madam Web? Like, yeah. uh, only hardcore, old-school Spider-Man fans. And not, I'm one of those, and I don't even want to see that. I'm like, fucking Madam Web? This is who you pick? Uh, that seems kind of rough. I don't know what the hell. I don't know how you release that, and anyone's like, what? Yeah. Not, They're like, huh? What are you talking about? Mostly, what? Uh, so, yeah, she's confined to a wheelchair. She has a degenerative disease. They should just make a movie of the Land of Lakes lady. Like, that's basically, <laughs> I mean, it's like, how obscure can you get? The Land Lakes lady meets Uncle Ben from yeah. the Rice Box. Yeah. And they hang start out, doing that. They hang out with the Starbucks mermaid. Yeah. I like it. Get it done. <laughs> Mrs. This, Butterworth is hanging out Mrs. there. Mrs. Butterworth is there. Mr. Clean's the bouncer. Yeah. Uh, and then you have. Yeah, that's uh, the, the, I, the, I got the Mr. Clean reference. That's about yeah. it. There so you far. go. What about the brawny toilet paper towel guy? He shows up. Oh, for I got that guy. Yeah. With cameo. They should make that extended universe. <laughs> I would rather watch that than Madam Web. Adam Web. I want to know what Miss Butterworth has got to say. What, what, yeah, how do you base a show around this? It's a movie. They got to make a movie. A movie. Yes. How do you, I mean, a movie. Sorry, I how do you base a movie around not this? Not sure. Yeah, like, really. What's the, what's, yeah, what's, what does she do? So can, you can have multiple. Can drive a plot forward. She would have multiple Madam Webs. Julia Carpenter, the second Spider Woman, would be getting the powers, and uh, I don't know. The cops would be involved with some. I don't know. I don't. There's no way fucking... you can sell this to me. 
There is nothing. I mean, like, Morbius, it's a fucking vampire at least. You're like, okay, he could probably fucking do some Dracula Even Black Cat and Silver Sable, there's stuff there about them. If they use, I mean, I don't know, they have some uh, espionage, they got cat burglaring and stuff like that. All right, it could be interesting. Could, you could but you'd Adam Webb? It would be like it's, it it's like be, a dude just it's like the equivalent of a dude looking like at the internet. It's like the same thing. She's just looking at the fucking time stream. That's what she's doing. Yes, she is uh, controls all the multiple. Yeah, I Sony. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Just yo. stop making movies. Sony, here, I'll give Sony this clip. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. I don't know what what I enjoy, I do enjoy that. Clip. I love that clip, Sony. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, Sony, with Madam Web. Then the other story, also same day before the Spider Man thing broke, uh, Kevin Feige apparently developing a new fucking Star Wars movie with Kathleen Kennedy. Geek Mooner. How does he have any time? I know. That's what I'm wondering. I he he's got to deal with Phase Four, Phase Five, the X Men, Fantastic Four, Spider Man, and now Star Wars. What's the rule? Like it's the a lot on his plate. That uh, if I Feige, whatever. Yeah. Feige. Feige wants Feige. Is, is is basically like backdooring himself into Star Wars land. Yeah, he he wants to be the the lead guy. And he wants to basically Wars. run all of the real big temples. Right. Yeah, uh, just a little background. Yeah. He's so apparently he's always been a Star Wars fan first. Yes, so that's what I heard too. Yeah, based the Marvel Cinematic Universe and a lot, a lot of what he did to build that around Star Wars. This was, and this is kind of like his and proof this, of yeah, concept, right? And then when they made the deal with Disney, this was his like chance to prove. Let himself. me tell you something: Star Wars needs the Feige. That's for fucking sure, right now. Because even Bob Iger admitted last week, ah, uh, yeah, we went a little too fast and too well, much. I mean, I, I would agree that I think he's a good producer. I, it's not a one-to-one, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvel has all these characters that are characters that you can pull in and pull stories for. Yep. He's going to have to create new characters. Can you in MCU Star Wars. the Star Wars universe? This is the thing. They have a bunch of lore that they've used in various video games and books yeah. that people know of that are really, really hardcore Star Wars fans. The novels and shit like that. He can take from those and bring the best out of those things. Mm. But is he um, spreading himself too thin is also my concern, even though they, they need him to bring the best out of Star Wars. I don't know. I mean, you if, you, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you know what makes Star Wars work, and you know what the potential for Star Wars can be, then, like, you can make it awesome. But, like, Rogue One, for example, was an example of some... It, it, it is okay. This what this could happen in the Star Wars universe, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a tropey Star Wars movie, but it could be a thing in its own that yep, is awesome. It's a, yep, it's a great standalone Star Wars exist, story, and, and just like Marvel movies, they have movies that are like a heist movie and shit like that. So it, this same like idea can work for Star Wars, and they're trying to do that. They tried to do that with Solo. They tried to do that with Rogue One. You know, the last Jedi. Jet Last Jedi got so much bad press and so much uh, vitriol from fans and stuff that didn't like it. So it, it, it that, if that movie didn't come out first, I think that Solo would have done better and everything else would have would have uh, worked. But uh, this, it, I mean, and this quote from Alan Horn, uh, while Disney Studios co-chairman, he says that they're working in Star Wars and also Indiana Jones uh, with Lucasfilm because that falls all under Lucasfilm. 
uh, with President Kathleen Kennedy. She's a great producer, but uh, yeah, I think they could use his skills. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think you... they should leave that alone. <laughs> How do you keep Indiana Jones going? Oh, they will, and they do. I mean, I'm seeing Rambo come out, which yes, I love my mind, but that that's not a universe. Yeah, but Indiana Jones is like uh, like three great movies. And right. it's and it is Harrison. But, I mean, Ford. it's all about Indiana Jones. You can't yeah. recast Indiana Jones. You, you, there's what other characters are going to be like a side film for that? I don't know. You need Harrison Ford to Indiana Jones that that dies eventually. But do you think he could do? He could. Uh, he could MCU the Star Wars universe, like build solo movies and then do a team maybe, movie. Maybe. Like, do you do the same thing for that? They, I feel like Star Wars, and again, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. Always got a preference. Um, I feel like they're 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 like trying their hand at a lot of things. Like they have J.J. Yeah. Abrams doing yep, yep. this. They have the 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 thing with they got um, the Game of Thrones guys working on something. Yeah, they got the Game of Thrones guys working on something. They got the the show coming out on. They got the Mandalorian with Favreau. Right, and then they got now Fihe doing his own. Like I feel like they're doing a bunch of different things. Like I don't know if this is all cohesive. Ryan Johnson's got a thing. I'll say the Mandalorian with John Favreau's flavor. This already kind of feels like an MCU meets Star Wars kind of thing. Uh, starting out already. So that looks really good. Uh, but man, Fizey is going to be fucking busy <laughs> for the next few years. I feel like, I don't know how do they keep it fresh. It, it It's weird. You just you gotta you gotta introduce some new characters and they gotta be good. He so he is a a fan just like he was a fan of the MCU. So if he's bringing that yeah, that same that passion, helps. yes. And I think what you said, Anthony, was right. It's like he secretly always wanted Star Wars. To, That's the to rumor. Be, yeah, yeah. To begin now with. let me ask you a question: Would you be interested in the origins of Star Wars? Oh, like go back, like Knights of the Old Republic and shit. Even further back, Ooh. like how did how did the whole how did this whole conquest of space happen? I, that yeah, like how did all these people get on all these planets? How how are all of these worlds discovered in in like in each other and you know whatever like the, that's the, Game of Thrones is kind of doing warp that drive you know like how did that work? I love that idea. Yeah, how did all these things come into being? You know who discovered the first Jedi stuff like that? Yeah, I, I'd be interested in that. So I think that's probably one of the things he could do is go before just like the Game of Thrones is going to do the prequel five thousand years before. Uh, removes it from pr- present canon, and you can add stuff and play in the thing. I don't know. Uh, so that Spider-Man movie coming out in 2021 is very interesting because that year will be the first time Disney Marvel releases four MCU movies in one year. Geek boner. Whoa. What, what, what year is that? 2021 will have Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi in February, Doctor Strange in May, Spider-Man in July and Thor in November. Four movies. Can wow. they keep up with this uh, and ha- not have the quality fall flat on any of them? That's a lot. Good thing the same guy's not directing all of them, huh? Yeah, that would that would suck. So, uh, what stages are these movies in right those now? Are, that's all. Uh, well, all pre-production. Yeah, I think, they're all still casting yeah. and all that. Shang Chi wow. probably will start sooner than everyone else, but yeah, yeah. none of these. They're all it's very about to be early. 2020, so they got a year and a yes. half. It's yeah, so they'll probably so, all start filming, right? And it's so crazy. Like every two years, we were given a Spider-Man movie since Homecoming, and uh, that that's amazing. Uh, but check this out: twenty twenty one could be a huge fucking years, a huge year for movies. I'm going to read a list of all the big ten polls that I found coming out in twenty twenty one. Okay, Shang Chi, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Spider Man three, Thor four, Indiana Jones five. 
Avatar 2, The Batman, The Suicide Squad, The Mortal Kombat Reboot, Space Jam 2, Jurassic World 3, Fantastic Beasts 3, Sherlock Holmes 3 with Robert Downey Jr. probably, Fast and the Furious 10, The Last Fast and the Furious, Mission Impossible 7, Another Tomb Raider, John Wick 4, and the Masters of the Universe remake. Oh, That's shit. never coming out. That, that may not. That's questionable. But what was the biggest year so far? Is this this year? Uh, it was. A, a tw- yeah, 2019 was big. 2018 was big. But this just, it gets bigger and bigger with sequels and remakes and reboots and tentpole movies. Well, the only thing I would say, though, is those are all, like, name franchises and sequels and have good cachet. But I don't, I don't maybe I'm just tired of a lot of the stuff yeah. but I don't there's not one movie on there where I'm like this is years in the making people are really anticipating this. Avatar 2 no nobody everything no, is in 20 Avatar years Shang oh. <laughs> Chi is the only thing that's remotely new yeah yeah everything yeah. else we've seen before yeah. yep yep I mean so I just your head isn't that fucking sad <laughs> I mean Masters in the Universe if they were to make it right I would be yeah. fucking have a huge geek boner for it yeah by the way, I just watched the first three episodes of that uh, that newer version of the Masters of the Universe where uh, they they did it right. Yeah, it was fucking badass. The and 2012 re- version. Yeah, and I recommend everyone to check that out. That is a great. That's a great one. That wasn't there a Thundercats reboot too. There was, but I mean, like you, you know, Thunder. It failed. No one watched it, and no one watched this one either. That, the so, Masters, that, it was very good. I remember watching that when it came out. Yeah. What came out this year, Anthony? How big? I mean, we still have Star Wars coming out. What came out this year? Yeah. I mean, you had Endgame. Oh, yeah. We had, we had three <laughs> MCU movies. Next year, we'll have two. And for them to give us four MCU movies. What's the lineup for this year? What's 2020's lineup looking like? I think, it's a, I think it's a little bit quieter than 2021. I know there's Godzilla got versus Black Kong Widow. and Godzilla versus Kong and Black Widow. And what else? What was the other 2020? Oh, Eternals. Eternals. And then, I mean, oh, yeah. the big thing is going to be the Disney Plus shit once it launches. Oh, you're saying movies. What are big movies? Birds of Prey, The New Mutants, oh, The yeah. Eternals. New Mutants still coming out? I doubt it. Uh, the new James Bond movie. New Jam- Bad Boys for Life oh. in January 2020. Fast and Furious 9. Wow, they're doing nine and ten back to back, just like Mission Impossible is doing seven Top and eight. Gun, Morbius, Ghostbusters. Oh, the Ghostbusters is coming place. up. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Bill and Ted. Artemis Fowl. I don't no, know what this, the fuck that is. This next this next year is not going to be big in the box. No, office. this next year there's a little bit of a break. Venom Two is coming out, I guess, uh, in 2020. Also, ooh, coming to America too. Coming to America too. <laughs> that's a that's oh, Rita, Mulan is coming out. But none of these Mulan might be pretty big. Uh, none of these. This isn't a huge next up. Like Sonic Lock the Hedgehog. Oh God! <laughs> the Croods no. too. Bill and Ted. Uh, yeah, no. Tw- the twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one lineup is better. Is, is, yeah. is more popular than the twenty twenty lineup. And a lot of a lot of uh, franchises ending, like a Jurassic World, the the third one, and uh, Fast and Furious will close out that year. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's crazy. gonna be the year, I think. It's gonna be a crazy year. Marvel's not really the big on this year. It's only like uh yeah. two two movies. And I think that's because of uh they're focusing on the Disney Plus shows and weaving it in. Ooh. Only two movies. Uh when they've been giving us three movies for the last few wow, years. Wow, they're gonna double it. So in it's gonna go from two to four movies. 
Strap yourselves in. Uh, there's another interesting bit of news that came out. It sounds like all future Marvel TV shows under Marvel Television will be spearheaded by Marvel Studios. Geek Mooner. Proper. Well, they, they need to do that because they, they've been fucking it up the other way. Yes, it was never all connected. It was right. like Marvel's bitch. They just like didn't like uh, respect it at all and just fucking treated I mean, it like shit. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has one more season and then it's done. That Ghost Rider show for Hulu got pulled. That's not happening. The uh, what show? Uh, the Ghost Rider on Hulu. Oh, with Ghost Gabriel. Rider. Yeah, Ghost I thought you Rider. said like Ghost Rider. Ghost as, as in, in the writer? Yeah. No, no, Ghost Rider. As yeah. in Nicolas Cage standing around pointing a lot. Uh, that Ghost Rider. Uh, there's Runaways, Cloak and Dagger still running but is it possible that we can now we might see the charlie cox and the mike coulter and jessica ritter and even finn jones bring over their characters Kristen ritter Kristen ritter sorry jessica jones Kristen ritter i combined them uh i mean i think this is you know i don't don't know maybe i don't i don't no way. I don't know if there's a ton (laughs) of hype though behind it other than daredevil all those shows really fizzled out I think you 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 will be missing the boat if you don't get Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox at least. Yeah, those are good because D'Onofrio. It's is just the, those those shows really took a nosedive in terms of public opinion. Yes, and kind of quality and quality to some yeah. extent, you know, because it was under Marvel Television and not Marvel Studios, and the two rarely talked or uh, even you know had coffee or I anything. I think that uh, the Marvel Studios. Like kind of had like a, an apathy towards them, <laughs> and they don't want to like even associate themselves with that. No, they all. don't. No, they so, don't. That that you know they they want to like wash their hands of that completely. Like it never existed. Yeah, and I mean they you know they're making eight MCU shows on Disney Plus. Uh, you have these built-in audiences for these shows. Bring them over, redo them, reboot them. Uh, it would. Uh, it, I would hate to see them die. Plus, those things are way too hardcore for Disney. All of those shows. Yes, that's true. Also, another interesting story about uh, the budgets uh, that these Disney Plus shows reportedly up to twenty five million dollars per episode. Oh shit! Twelve to twenty five million dollars per episode. Which, if you compare that to the last season of Game of Thrones, HBO spent fifteen million dollars per episode. If you compare that to the Marvel shows on Netflix, their budget was about $4 million per episode. So they got the money to make these uh, incredible shows and make them, you know, movie quality where it's not going to seem like television. I think this is what we're going to get. Hopefully it's good. I mean, it's just because he's done well producing movies. It is a little bit of a different animal producing a TV show. So. At what point does the Faiji slip up? Still haven't seen any cracks of him slipping up yet. Or, you know, He's the whole franchise. He's probably got an army of dudes that do everything now. Yeah. He's worth, his time is worth 25% Look, of the take. Stanley all Sony. this credit, and then we find out all the artists were doing everything. Yes, he was just going back and filling so in the word probably bubbles. the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of exciting stuff. November it will be here soon. Disney Plus will launch a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to. This next thing, I'm not sure if it's exciting. Our Facebook nation seems to be uh, not on board with the uh, Birds of Prey first trailer that they released. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, this movie should just be called Harley Quinn and some other people. 
Right. From the looks of the trailer, Anthony, <laughs> did you watch this? I did. What is your thought? Because everybody seems to be hating on this a little bit. Wow. So I, I didn't see our... I try to avoid our page until after I do our review. Yeah. Or thoughts. Right. I did look at like birth movies, death. Yeah. And they had talked really well about this trailer. So I, I thought the internet was like, oh, this is good. Me personally, I watched the trailer and I was like indifferent really yeah yeah i didn't i didn't really see anything like that i think for me first off birds of prey is super niche i didn't recognize any other character yeah like i didn't go to any i didn't look at any of the other characters besides harley quinn and go oh yeah that's i can't wait to see uh, renee montoya yes rosie or perez huntress or like who was who like they didn't even they didn't focus introduce, on those no characters. it was all harley that's right they're, they're using her they didn't even introduce any of the characters i, I think for me so it's a, a bunch of characters i don't really know and then it's a lot of the vibe was a mix of like dc's deadpool combined with suicide squad yeah and i still had the stench of suicide squad still lingering on the trailer. i know it's a different um director so for me i was just kind of like I don't. I, I. I just felt kind of blasé about the whole thing. I was not excited, and nothing about the trailer made me excited. Rugs, uh, geek boner, geek boner, or floppy jock, floppy jock. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, I mean, the jury's out at this point. I just remember I I watched the trailer and then I'm like, okay, I'm like it's, it looks like a Harley Quinn movie, and it seems like all right. It seems like pretty mediocre. It wasn't like I, there wasn't any shots that was like. Oh shit! Or yeah, and right. then when they did, you know, like Anthony said, flash to the cast, everybody was not recognizable, and they was and they weren't recognizable in Suicide Squad either. Yeah, for the most part, like yeah, um, I th- but I think that was by design. Like you, you didn't know like the Suicide Squad is like very obscure characters. Yeah, but Birds of Prey, you have Black Canary, which is like in the Huntress, which are two like major characters that like you should know immediately when you see them. And, and you don't yep. see them. Yeah, they didn't um, do a good job of like putting them in any focus. Yeah, and um, but even if they were in focus, you wouldn't know it was them because right, it, it right, just right. they yeah. don't resemble it. it. I mean, like, okay, let's say you want whatever you want to say about who they cast or whatever, but at least dress them somewhat yeah. like in the same vein or like yeah, yeah, yeah. or have something that kind of gives you like okay, this this person is is Black Canary. Uh, Black Canary doesn't have a nose ring. Like, why does she have a nose ring? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But like, they do. They they just like just like with the Joker, they give him tattoos, and and no one liked that. Yeah. So it's like they're doing things. They made the same mistakes in Suicide Squad, where they tried to make these bad guys or these things like super cool and hip or whatever, and it just falls flat. And I feel like they're trying too hard with these characters, where you're like, Black Canary could be cool. Just let her be Black Canary. Uh, Huntress is cool. Right. Like, let her like. Why isn't she wearing like a getup? Like, you know, like a suit, like Batman does. Like, why is he trying? Why isn't she trying to be Batman? Like, that's what the Huntress is. Is she's trying to be like Batman? Yep, yep, yep. Isn't Cassandra Kane supposed to be? Uh, she's supposed to be a Batgirl at some point, right? Yeah, she's like the one that doesn't talk, right? Yes, she's she's she she's mute and like she was yeah, trained so to like, be an assassin I, from a little kid. Like, why aren't they in those fucking? Why it's are they a name only. Yeah, yeah it's, a, so, it's a little bit confusing. And they don't have to be, but Suicide Squad made that huge mistake. Yeah. Right? By making obscure characters look even more obscure than they're supposed to be. And whatever. At least Zack Snyder, when he made a movie, the, the characters look like the characters. You know? And, right. like, you, you can at least get excited about that. So, 
we're, I, I know we're going to hear like all these people like, well, you're a nerd and you, you want nerd things. I'm like, well, yeah, it's it, that's what's the point of this. You bring it. To, you're bringing something nerdy to life. Let's do it. I mean, uh, Anthony, the consensus of the nation when I posted this sloppy jock. Yeah, everyone's kind of <laughs> shitting on it. I'm somewhere in the middle. It looks okay. I'll tell you what I like about this. I don't trailer. hate it. I just don't. Not excited about it. That's all. I, yeah, I'm. I'm like a, a little. I'm like in the middle, maybe leaning towards a little geek boner because I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and as an actress, she's amazing. That I like the colors. At least it's colorful. It's bright. It looks different. Uh, you got the hyenas in there. Uh, you got Ewan McGregor in a white suit. He's supposed to be the black mask. I don't see any black mask on him. But he looks like he's having a, a fun time. Uh, I like her doing the Lady in the Tramp bit with her idea. But is there a musical number in the middle of this? She's dressed up like Marilyn Monroe and she's dancing. Uh, I don't know. It's it's obviously it's Deadpool, so it's going to break the Deadpool. fourth wall. It's, it's going to be like dream sequences. There are some cool moments where she sm- jumps on that guy's leg and fucking smashes it, and there's like a nice drop kick at the end. But it's clearly like, hey, remember Harley? This is a Harley movie with some other people. That you yeah. may not know, uh, but uh, I mean, I'm hopefully I'm wrong. You see Victor Zaz. He's got a few scars on his Do face. I didn't That's even the dude him. with the scars, oh. but very quickly. Uh, I mean, they're basing all their marketing on Harley Quinn, yes. which I guess is somewhat smart. But yeah. then the movie titles Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn or whatever the fuck it's called. I, it was just it's just weird that like they didn't do anything as rugs mentioned to distinguish the other characters as anything they, recognizable. And, and they may in another trailer it might another trailer might yeah. be all uh, just I, I don't think that they they know to do that. Yeah, we'll that see. <laughs> they're, what they're doing is they're trying to leverage the popularity of Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad because she was played by Margot Robbie. Yeah. And they that whole sexual version sexualized version of that character uh was very popular and now they're going to take that character and they're going to try to pivot it to a hero with this emancipation Which, or whatever i mean they did that in the comics and look she but cuts they did her that, hair i think they did that after the suicide squad oh right? also at the end of this she kind of needs to be captured by amanda waller again because she is going to be in the suicide squad movie that comes out the next year Right. Uh, I lo- Okay, so I like, uh, you know, her breakup with the Joker. I also, I kind of like the girl gang vibe. This movie, written, produced, directed by women, uh, with Margot Robbie probably well, producing. Well, then they had to have a guy come in and shoot the action scenes. Oh, is that what happens? Yes. Oh, shit. Well, Kathy Yan, who's directed this, uh, she's only directed, like, one movie before this, I think. Right. So, and then a bunch well, they, of shorts. They had, like, so. a preview of it, and then they're like, the action's a little lacking, yeah, they go back and reshoot some of those scenes. I mean, it look it almost looks really cartoonish. That bit at the end with the dynamite, where she throws it out. She's like, "Here, hold on to this." It's like wacky chaos, oh, cartoony. It is total Deadpool, which could work for this movie. Um, slight, yeah. slight hopefully, geek boner, but uh, yeah, look, we have to see it. Yeah, like, this trailer is yeah. not. You can't judge it. No, off a you trailer. can't judge it off the trailer. And you know they're doing something crazy different with uh, the Joker. This looks even more crazy different but who would have thought after man of steel came out in 2013 that we would end up here like six seven years later with a strange time right with the fucking harley quinn led movie uh speaking of joker it will be out by the time this show posts we will have our review next week so everyone next week i mean i definitely think this is a movie that you need to like watch and process and 
have some time. I had a a co- old coworker of mine text me, and he doesn't like. He doesn't follow comic book movies at all, and he even texts me, which shows like how the um just what's going on in yeah. culture. Yeah. He texts me, and goes, "What's the deal with this Joker movie? Yeah. Why is everyone shitting on it?" I mean, yes, and somebody asked me that at work today, also probably the same guy that texted Might be you. The same guy, yes. yeah. And I was like, "Bro, I don't know. You know, it, is it going to help or hurt the box office? They're estimating a global opening of one fifty five domestic, like eighty. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score has dropped to sixty nine percent." Average rating seven point four because out of people. 10. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do a. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from the reviews until I see. Let's do a run down real quick. Okay. Uh, oh, you I don't it? have it. Oh, uh, he is the rug down. That's perfect. Right. If you work, <laughs> if your job is to review movies or to be a public persona, you have to disclaimer this movie because people are gonna freak out if you don't take responsibility for this movie uh so um that's why that this is happening if you're uh, you know these people don't want to be they, they obviously they care about their jobs and they don't want to be seem like callous or anything like that or whatever they are but, um, <laughs> so they they love this movie right but they can't. And when it first came out, before all of this hype was, the film people, festival crowd loved people it. People loved this movie. Like um, even a few weeks ago, when the first reviews were coming out, yep. they were very positive. Yeah, and now, and now that there's been like uh, yeah. a, a swell of uh, the people associating this with the you know with the with the Joker that shot up the that movie theater and all this other stuff, and they be like, you have to be responding. Then, then Todd Phillips came out with this thing about. How uh, woke culture, and he bashed that. So now the the line in the sand has been drawn, and now you're like, okay, now it's been politicized, and you, so you have to kind of disclaimer this movie. You have to do that. So the the reviews are not going to be what it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago before Todd Phillips came out with that article and and bashed woke culture. Uh, so I, I also I thought that was misreported that he called himself the Joker. That somebody just went with it later. Yes. I don't know if that really happened. We don't know anything because the fucking <laughs> hear shit. You're like, oh, that sounds that sounds true. Yeah, how but then you, you don't know how true yeah. it is. But that's the point. It's like I I think that if um Todd Phillips and see Joaquin Phoenix walked out of an interview because yeah somebody asked him that question and he just got up. And there and was left. no was way. Question? Him, there was no way for him to answer it without because the like there's how do you how do you be in a movie about like you know, a, a antagonist and be like, Oh, do you think it's a good thing for you being a movie with an antagonist antagonist? And like, how do you uh, answer that now? Like five, five years ago, you could be like, Oh, every fucking movie is about it. You watch the shining, watch fucking monster, watch, uh, every movie has an American antagonist. Psycho. you know, but it's a, it's from the, it's from the bad guy's point of view. Sure. Sure. So, I mean, all these movies, come out they come out like every two or three years these movies from the bad guy's point of view so the guy asked him if uh he if joaquin thought the movie will inspire violence and yeah, he just got up and yeah. left that, that's natural the, born the killers yeah. like all yeah. of the appropriate movies. response fucking taxi driver like this is but if someone asks you that they obviously have an agenda yes uh, clearly so he and, just got up and walked out yeah which a is good a good response. that's a good so response that, so that yeah. started people like you know, oh, this is fucked up. These people are not taking responsibility for this film that they've made. And then um, Todd Phillips went and he did something stupid, which is he said, oh, like, 
I stopped making comedy movies because of woke culture. Right. So yeah, it has nothing yeah, to do yeah. why he made the Joker movie, really. Yeah, yeah. He just said he he st- he wanted to get out of making comedies because he couldn't do the comedies that he liked doing, which well, was he's, like he's getting a lot of shit. Like for his that. brand, he can't do anymore. Not that I, I think that what he said, like he said it wrong. He said yeah, like yeah. all comedy can't be made, which is not true. You can make comedies, but just you can't make the Todd Phillips like old school and the Hangover. You can't make those anymore without having the same kind of microscope being put on you or all these people talking about your movie. And so it's a headache. Uh, corporate corporate entities, are they're skittish about making these movies. I mean, uh, but at the end of the day, this is art. I'm, I'm going to go in and appreciate this artful expression for what it is. A fictional story of a fictional place. You, you owe everyone an explanation now for why you're doing an art an art piece. You it's just, it's ridiculous. Art was supposed to be pro- thought provoking and push boundaries and make people think of uncomfortable things when it's done right. Uh, but all of a sudden, I'm seeing these headlines of these reviews of bad reviews for Joker seemingly all at once come out. I'm like, wow, what the fuck is going on? I, I, I'm legitimately like, how did this happen? Because yeah. I just remember the build up to this movie. We were just talking about this as a film and yeah. like. Should they make a Joker origin movie? Not because like it's going to promote violence, but like, is that really like what we want to see? Do we want to see the? Do we really want to peek behind the curtain of right. a madman? Right. Oh, this is interesting. We or have even Joaquin if it takes Phoenix. away the mystery of the Joker, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. But it was all debate around story, and then yes. we saw all the stuff come out with the the film festival. How this is going to get Oscar nominations, and this was amazing. And just the like the left turn this took the is right? unbelievable. It's so crazy. By the way. <laughs> I have to give myself a pat on the back. Yeah. I feel like I did a pretty good rug down impression. You so, absolutely so. did. I don't think I need to use the soundbite anymore. <laughs> I'm going to have... He the rug down. You do the best rug boy. He does. There he's got go. a gift. <laughs> so uh, everyone enjoy the Joker movie so this I'm week. Gonna go, well, I'm going to yeah. see it on... Uh, so, so we're recording Thursday. I'm going to see it Friday night. Okay. Um, I'm going to make sure I look at all the exits, Imran, <laughs> okay, for you. Okay, good. Thank you. So, and I have an easy access yes. out, and I'm going to come with a bulletproof vest. So uh, we'll yeah, see what Kev- happens. Kevlar, oh, maybe. And, maybe. and I'm, I'm anticipating when I walk out to be like have tomatoes thrown at me for supporting something like this. <laughs> Enjoy all the incels that will be sitting around you, I guess. Well, I don't listen, this is, you all want to shoot up the world. After this is the thing that um that is weird about this is that Okay, you have all these people talking talking shit about this movie, saying that it shouldn't be out, whatever. But everybody's buying tickets to this thing. Yeah, it's gonna break records. Fandango said it. Uh, it's breaking pre-sales, and yeah. uh, it's gonna probably so, break, break a Venom's uh, record from last year, biggest October movie. Our, oh, R-rated and uh, not our, but oh. October, October. Got movie. it. This yeah. just goes to show that what people say on Twitter is absolute hypocritical bullshit. Because yeah. on the uh, in the reality, when they're not trying to get. Uh, you know, accolades from their Twitter followers or whatever. They're really going in and watching these movies or they're watching oh, Chappelle. Yeah. They're watching all these things that you're not supposed to watch or, or that are bad. It's all a bunch of like, it's fake. Like, how are they selling out like breaking records? If that's, if that's the case, Twitter is the best and worst thing that's ever happened to society. I don't know which one. I think it's the worst. I mean, there's I don't even yeah, know. maybe a little more worse than best. But I think it's by a, there's a landslide of it being the worst. Shut it down. It would be great. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we take a break, I want to mention uh, the chair I'm sitting in. It's oh, a very sitting comfortable. In a chair? I, I have a chair. What are you, Bart? I have a chair. I'm Bart. Look at me. I have a chair. That, that chair is looking at me funny. <laughs> I don't like that what chair. What chair is this? Who brought this chair? Not my chair, not my problem. That's what I always say. That's a deep cut for for my internet meme. Uh, no, for the listener, this company called E Win Racing, who makes gaming chairs and gaming tables, 
reached out and they're like, do you guys want a chair to review? And of course I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> fuck yeah. And I got it earlier this week. I've assembled it. I'm sitting in it now. Uh, I'm going to give it a few weeks. There's going to be a full written and audio review. Uh, and this may be my new podcasting chair because it's comfy. It's dead quiet. But for the listener, check out ewinracing.com. If you go to our website, there is a banner for an affiliate link. You can use promo code JOCKNERD. Get 25% off any Ewin Racing chair. Uh, and uh, we'll let you know in the next few weeks how this chair is doing. I got I to gotta spend some time in it. So today's whatever we choose is a chair. I chose a chair. <laughs> furniture. <laughs> there, we're going to choose furniture. Okay. Pretty dope chair. We're going to take a quick break here, play some promos, and we'll be back with another Patreon-sponsored movie review right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Evan. Hey, Jason Underwood. And we hope you're enjoying the shows on the Danger Entertainment Network now, including the Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast. Yeah, we're super thrilled to be a part of this awesome lineup, guys. Um, and what we do here on our show is it's look, we are just trying to make you guys laugh through all kinds of different avenues. Hear me out here. Yeah. Hear me out. Please. What we are is we're two geeky white dudes talking. And trying to be funny. Yeah, and I try to blow in your mind here with, uh, <laughs> with something brand, brand new, new, but, um. Yeah. You never heard anything like this. We talk about Star Wars. <laughs> talk about, we talk about superheroes. Talk about Marvel movies, man. <laughs> Look, we are, we're cutting some damn, we're, we're, we're breaking some damn boundaries over we here. We are breaking new ground. Yeah. But for real, what we do is we play invented games. Yeah, and we try to spin everything into a brand new fun game that we've made yeah. up. Um, we filter it all through that sensibility and... We're both improvisers, so a lot of what we talk about ends up in, in, in sort of a scene that we have a lot of fun with. Uh, we talk about our lives, pop culture and movies. We talk about a little bit of everything. So if that's what you like, check us out. Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast on the Danger Entertainment Network. They look like Vikings. Listener, if you enjoy the show and you want more show and you want to support the show, join our fan club, jockinner.com slash Patreon. Type that in. It'll get you right there. Uh, you, everyone gets bonus content. You sign up, you pick a tier, you get an exclusive RSS feed with bonus content. The shows come out early. This show, Anthony's spinoff show, which you're taking a little break, Anthony. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to have it, the consistency. Maybe I will, but I've decided, to, or I've just not don't have as many guests yet. So that's all right. It'd take I'm, a little hiatus. I do have something though yeah. with uh, one of our listeners in October. Ooh, I love when you get a little the Halloween special with a listener named uh, Fiddlesticks. That Fiddlesticks Winterbottom the third. Yeah, that motherfucker. He likes horror movies apparently. So. Strap yourselves in, fucks. <laughs> Halloween time. Halloween time. <laughs> uh, and if you, listener, if you sign up uh, for the $10 a month tier, you get to do something fun, which is pick any movie for us to watch and review. You essentially can force us to watch a good movie or any piece of shit movie uh, that you want. And sometimes it backfires on us. Sometimes uh, it's a good movie. It's been a lot of fun doing these. Uh, You've been he, knocking these out these last couple weeks. I, and I love like just watching random movies every week picked by our listeners. I got to give a huge thanks to listener Patreon supporter Jesse Rodriguez. He 
This week he went from $5 a month to $10 a month. Jackie nerd. So he is in that tier. He gets a movie pick. He what is he, he sent his sent in his movie pick. Jesse says, I am going with the world's first superhero from 1989. My man Patrick Swayze as the legendary Dalton. My pick is Roadhouse. Oh, oh shit. I love that movie. Everyone seems to love this movie. There's Never movies seen in it. It's terrible. It's totally watchable. Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch. Never seen uh, he plays oh, a bouncer. I've actually I've never watched Roadhouse. Well, either. it's the, the the one thing that it has against it. It's about rednecks. But like, yeah, if you fun. can get past that, it's great. Thank God for those rednecks. Sam Elliott, Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Ben Gazzara. Uh, is it Roadhouse sixty six? Roadhouse. Dick, oh, Dick Gazzinia's in this Roadhouse yeah. from nineteen eighty nine. Anthony. Oh, Ben. No, but is it called Roadhouse sixty six? Is that no, it's just called no, Roadhouse. It's called Roadhouse. That's probably oh. another movie called Roadhouse. Um, oh. See, the thing is, when we make these reviews, it costs yeah. us all money because you have to rent them. We have to find them and rent them. I think, I think that's it's on made. Amazon well, right now. The Patreon that's what the Patreon for. Yeah. is for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying, but these are like, that. that's why we have it at a $10 tier. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, it, you know. We all have to individually rent it. We yeah. all, and uh, and uh, there's big, big discussion about Lisa Morrison's Canadian movie pick. I, uh, ho- I hope it goes the other way and not the Canadian movie. I don't know. I kind of want to see Wolf Cop, but Goonies no, is don't. also a great movie. I'd rather see Goonies because I've never seen it. Somebody else, somebody said, had a good point. Somebody else will pick up Goonies, maybe force us to watch Wolf Cop. Probably don't want to watch the Wolf Cop. I'm so curious as to what the fuck a Wolf it's Cop that, is. So, lost so many like it's, moves to be made on this chessboard. I know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll keep you informed. But right now, we are doing... A sponsored movie review of the movie Zombieland from 2009. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This review sponsored by dedicated to listener Patreon supporter Austin Clements, who's been a patron for five months. Uh, And this was his pick. Thank you, Austin. Remember he won the whole, uh, what was that? We gave out a little. We gave out drawing. a bunch of shit, right? Yeah, we still owe him, uh, something, I think. I Do sent we? out the video shout out. I think, still think we used to be. Oh. Austin, we owe you the video shout out. We will get to it. Enjoy the other stuff, uh, uh, in the meantime. Anyway, Zombieland 2009, Rotten Tomatoes. This movie sitting at 90%. Oh, shit. Whoa. The average rating. Whoa. So, so this is what's weird about the tomato meter. 90% average rating, 7.38 out of right. 10. That's how it really plays out. Uh, box office wise, this movie was made for $23.6 million. Rated R, not a huge budget. Ends up making $102 million worldwide. Pretty sweet return on the zombie land. It made $75 million just domestically. Uh, so they made some good money. And in fact, there is a sequel we'll be getting to. Movie directed by, you're going to know a lot of these names right here. Ruben Fleischer, his first movie. Anthony, does that name ring a bell? Venom. Eddie. Yes, yes. <laughs> like a turd in the wind, Eddie. Uh, Ruben Fleischer, this was his First uh, theatrical film, I believe, written by two guys that we're also going to know, Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick, uh, of course, the guys that gave us the Deadpool, both Deadpool sequels. Uh, so some pretty interesting writing, directing combo starring Jesse Eisenberg, pre-Lex Luthor, Woody Harrelson before he was uh, in a really bad wig at the end of Venom. 
uh, Emma Stone before she was Gwen Stacy and Abigail Breslin, who uh, was Little Miss Sunshine back in the day. And uh, and also Amber Heard, young Amber Heard before she was yeah, Mira. A little cameo appearance, or is it a cameo no, at that she, point? No, she. I mean, she's a she's a supporting actor. Cameo by this is why I gave spoilers because if you have not watched this movie, I had not this cameo comes. It's probably one of the best cameos in movies ever, and it's uh, Bill Murray out of nowhere. Uh, amazing cameo, and uh, there is your main cast. So Anthony. You had not watched this movie before. Did you know anything about it? Other than it had zombies in it, no. I mean, I knew I knew that the two main actors. I didn't know, even know that Emma Stone was in it. Oh, so, okay. There you go. Uh, well, well, let's do your usual patented jock uh, plot <laughs> of this zombie comedy road trip movie. Um, imagine Walking Dead. Yeah. So uh, just a, a, a whole universe, a whole Earth infected with the zombie virus. So most of the people are zombies. Um, the world is in shambles. Everyone's just surviving. And it's about this, basically, this virgin dude that has just had these rules to survive and comes across a bunch of wacky characters such as uh, a redneck Woody Harrelson and then two girls that are uh, more than meets the eye. And uh, it's really just about that. That's all there is. And just their adventure together and growing to love each other. It's a it's a zombie road movie. It doesn't really have a plot. It's just one thing after another. A lot of fun zombie kills. It's more about the characters and yeah, how they interact. Yeah, absolutely character driven. Nerdy guy hooks up with crazy older dude and makes their way through zombie apocalypse. So, Anthony, what did you think watching this movie for the first time? I love no. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna play it. No, no, no. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, I for for whatever reason I and I dissed this last week because it's an '80s trope, but f- I like it a lot in the in modern films. I kind of always enjoy like the nerdy guy eventually getting the girl by yeah, the end of the yeah, movie, and that's yeah. kind of what some of this is about. Yeah. So, in my opinion, you had Jesse Eisenberg playing the role of that he's really good at yeah. is which is a nerdy kind of guy that's kind of like awkward and you had Emma Stone being like attractive and like this witty sarcastic character which she she's good at and then you had Woody Harrelson being like goofy wacky uh redneck cowboy um zombie killer so you just had all these interesting like fun characters doing like actors and actresses playing roles that they're good to at their strengths absolutely yeah, they're all yeah. playing through the strengths and then you have a wacky environment with zombies in in like a road trip kind of feel so all of it for me kind of coalesced into this like even though the film's really not like there's no like amazing plot it's so character driven and i liked like i literally was laughing out loud throughout the entire film and i'm although like i said mentioned that i always enjoy um the nerdy character like coming into his own and then finding the girl and getting the girl so for me, it all coalesced into a film that I typically enjoy. I just didn't, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have tried to watch it when it came out because I wasn't interested in zombies at the time. I mean, this was pre-Walking uh, Dead. I think Walking Dead started 2010. But there, we had a lot of zombie comedies, zombie comedy genre. But it, it relies on the strength of those three main actors, yeah, and, especially and Eisenberg thing, and Harrelson. Yeah, one more thing is like the movie that came... like. Adventureland came out prior to that, which is yeah. with Eisenberg. That's one of my favorite films, actually. And this is kind of like, like a teen. So it's like kind of like that. It's Adventureland with zombies. And then you also had Emma Stone, who I think was in Superbad prior to this. Yep, yep. And it's kind of like that. Yep. It's with zombies. So yeah. it's like all yep. the things I've liked before. 
in one movie. And you got Woody Harrelson coming back to his like natural born killers kind right. of persona, crazy, so overall, crazy motherfucker. I, I really enjoyed it. I was happy to watch it. Rugs, uh, have you seen this movie before? What are your opening thoughts? I saw this when it came out. Okay. In the theater, I think. Yeah. Wow. Um, I thought it was cute. It was a cute movie. Um, that's about it. Like, the thing uh, I liked the most about it was Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, that made <laughs> Bill Murray. That made the movie for me. That's when I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I had to tell people about it. Like, if it wasn't for that scene, maybe. And it would, yes. Woody Harrelson. It would be like kind of like in. It, I wouldn't really like uh, encourage anybody to go see it. Um, Shaun of the Dead was a lot more. I, I felt was way more hilarious, and it had come out in the cer- same amount of time. I think, yeah, yeah, around the same time, if I'm correct. Um, uh, and it came out before, I believe. Was it Shaun of the Dead? Shaun Let me look of it up. the Dead, uh, 2004, five years earlier. Yeah, so sh- I seen Shaun of the Dead, and I was like, okay, that really is, is the zombie comedy. Yes. All right. Yes. That is the really like the best friends together zombie comedy, hilarious. Uh, so that like it doesn't it doesn't ever eclipse that. So that's what it's trying to do is be a zombie comedy. Being an American, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun so, of the Dead still the best. Yeah. So it didn't eclipse that. So I was like, okay, it's cute. It's cute though. It's still like the American kind of vibe of Shaun of the Dead, but, like not really as funny, but. Uh, Bill Murray is and Woody Harrelson like is is what it's what's worth seeing. That cameo that, that, is that so was crazy, so hilarious. Because you never would have seen that coming when they pretend to do Ghostbusters. Was they reenacting Ghostbusters? Even Woody Harrelson dancing to the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah, it was just that that part. It just. It's great. I love it. They're like, don't cross the streams. And she's playing Janine. And, oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, she's saying, like, yeah. yeah, she's talking in the accent. <laughs> it's funny. So um, there's some cute moments in, yeah, this, yeah. in this movie. Uh, so I, I enjoy it. It's not like I don't I don't like it. I just, if you're going to put it in zombie comedies, it's not even the best in its genre. So it's, I mean, I, it's I, like probably the third best. Third, I think. Or second. I'll put it under uh, Shaun of the Dead. It's second to Shaun of the Dead. But I, I mean, I agree with you guys. It is, it's cute. It's the laughs are great. There's some great lines, great zombie kills. But it's, uh, it, it, there's something missing that just elevates it to the Shaun of the Dead level. Shaun of the Dead has more heart. It's a little more clever. This is pretty clever. Like I love the rules. Uh, I thought that was great, yeah. you know, and Eisenberg really channels like a little Woody Allen nebbish fucking character. Like he's playing what he plays best. And uh, co- that that compared contrasting to Wo- uh, Woody Harrelson's. I love how nobody uses their names. They're just Columbus and Tallahassee yeah. and yeah. Wichita and Little Rock. And Amber Heard is 406 because she was in apartment 406. Uh, so I also love how the zombies are virus zombies and not undead zombies. They tried to ground it a little. I just never understand zombies. I well, just don't. Yeah. Because, like, they all uh, chase people to eat them. Yeah, even though you're holding a gun right at their head. Right no, at but them. they chase people to eat them. And then at some point, they're dead. And then they stop eating them when they're dead. Right. Go and on then to they, the next thing. Yeah, I've always un- not understood that, too. Like, you eat the zombie. Like, if you get bitten, you become a zombie. But right. if you get eaten... Like, do they stop and eventually they let you reanimate as a zombie? Uh, yeah, why are they question. eating each other? 
right? Like, I don't understand other, yeah. why would they only like to eat the non-virus people? But well, they only get uh, to eat people while they're still alive for like five seconds before they die when they're tearing them apart. They like fresh war meat and then they move and, on. <laughs> I'd look. I and pre- like in the movies, they're always tearing people apart, but then they're always all completely whole when they're when they're zombies. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> I do like that. These are kind of like they're fast moving. Scary, kind of smart. smart. They can smart. open doors. Yes, they're yeah. opening gates and shit. They're climbing things, and uh, it's kind of frightening. I think the comedy hits more than the horror aspect. I know this. It's like a road trip horror buddy comedy rom com action going movie for horror necessarily. I mean, there were scares, but it was definitely more comedy heavy. Uh, which is, uh, you know, one of the great, one of the reasons Shaun of the Dead was amazing. Nobody had thought to do that right before as as do a zombie. Have you comedy. seen that, Anthony? I haven't. Oh, you should. Oh, Somebody needs to pick it. that movie. I don't it's know a- if you love it, but it it doesn't have uh, sexy girls in it, but uh, <laughs> or, or Bill Murray. But like, uh, it's 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 the best uh, you know, zombie the, comedy. Here's the thing: the strength in this movie, like we said, like Ruben Fleischer, first time director, but the people he got around him, the his talent was so good they carried this movie. Shaun of the Dead. You have Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, who had been working together for years. They are so tight in their vision and and in their writing. Uh, that it's just it's so good and it's it's so clever relating zombies to like worker people worker drones and the Easter eggs in that movie are amazing. Let's focus on this. Sorry, one. <laughs> we're not talking about that movie. But it's just one of those things. Like you're yeah. gonna watch this sure, movie. A comparison. Yeah. You you can't help but think it's like if you're watching a uh, like a shark movie, you're gonna always go back to Jaws. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, zombie it's comedies are always gonna be compared to Shaun of the Dead. Uh, here's another thing uh, I loved about this. Like you said, Anthony, it's like. I uh, imagine The Walking Dead was fun and irreverent and they did fun stuff. I love the moments in this movie where they're doing fun stuff that you would want to do in a zombie apocalypse, like smash fucking shit just cause, just as a release. Like if there was ever a zombie apocalypse, I'm going right to the crate and barrel. I'm smashing all of that shit. It just makes me nervous. All that glass stacked up on top. It'll be a lot of fun to smash. Have electricity. Oh, uh, who knows? Why, Don't think about it. Why <laughs> would you turn on the park in a zombie apocalypse the girls do a couple of make a couple of stupid decisions towards the end of the movie yeah like why would you just turn on the power and the sound and the lights uh you know it's gonna and then why would you go in that thing that just goes up and down well that the whole thing of the whole movie was they had to go to this place where there's no zombies yeah and it it wasn't even true (laughs) it was just stupid well it was it was i read it as she was doing it just for her sister she knew that it wasn't really she, I think she was taking her there, and she knew, like, hey, this is, like, her last happy moment together with them. Could have been a little bit quieter. Although then we wouldn't have got the scene of uh, Tallahassee with two guns taking out 80 zombies from the little <laughs> kiosk in his snakeskin jacket. One of my favorite moments when you brought up the Bill Murray thing, and it literally made me scream out loud, like, oh, shit, is when Bill Murray, and I kind of knew it was going to happen. Then he gets shot. Yes, yes. When he walks in and passionate a zombie and... Jesse Eisenberg just shotguns under the chest. Why would you walk in pretending to be? A, why would Tallahassee send him to do I that? Mean, it was so stupid, knowing but it was, that he's going to get so, shot. Such shock value fun that it was, and then that's having Bill Murray dying and them all talking to him and like, oh, you could stitch it up. Oh, I, Dude, I don't think so. I man. don't think funniest death ever. The best line is where Emma Stone is like, "Do you have any regrets?" And he's like, "I don't know, Garfield maybe." I mean, he is just funny standing there. He's hilarious. He's great. I, I think watching this movie, though, I was I was getting the sense when I was watching Jesse Eisenberg. I'm like, 
why did they ever cast him as Lex Luthor? <laughs> this, <laughs> no, this is totally yes. not his strength. That this is not wrong. like you're really yeah. playing away from what this guy is. This this guy is better off as like the like he's better off as the awkward um, little off guy. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, fucking perfect. Mark, yeah, yeah, but th- don't have him play a menacing villain. Well, Jesus Olsen, Christ, maybe okay. You know. Right? Who? Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Olsen. Yes, horribly miscast as the Lex Luthor. Horribly, but in this movie, I mean, this is kind of his wheelhouse. He, have you guys seen uh, Adventureland? I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah. I I don't remember it. It's about him. It's about a nerdy guy at a, working a summer job at a at a theme park. Actually, that, and that and movie it, came out the same year. Yeah, I think the year before. And he and he falls for a hot girl, Kristen Stewart. Ah. But then there's like she has like a dark past, like a dark. That takes a weird twist. But anyways, I'm not talking about that movie. But he, this, this is like that's what that <laughs> yes, that's what this is. Yeah. And I for what and for me at least, Emma Stone's character. Up until she turns on all the lights, that is stupid. Yeah, um, man, she—I really found her attractive. Dude, really I, I don't mind the brunette Emma Stone. Like, she's got a little darkness. She's badass. It, it but always sexy. helps when I actually think the the girl is attractive, yes, and yes. I would want to go yeah, for her. She like had like some kind of fake tan bronzer on. Yeah. She had like, dark she, hair, but she was really good. Did you know when she they, was badass? But she was like sassy, like that, like. When a girl's attractive, when they're like super confident and they yeah. know that they're like yeah, hot shit, yeah, yeah. But, they, but they're not like flaunting in your they face. They don't care. They're, like, they're understated, but yeah, they're just yeah. they're just confident. She and that's plays what she had that well. She's her. a really good actress. Did you uh, were you able to guess that they were playing them when they first met them, or did that get you by no, surprise? No, I had no idea. Wow, nice. Yeah, I didn't even know that Emma Stone was in the movie well, until she shows that's up. That's great. You're like, Ugh. I thought Amber Heard was the lead. I'm like, oh, Amber Heard, she's hot too. I oh, like her. Amber Heard. Zombies out. That's another great line. He's like the first girl that likes me, and now she's trying to eat me. Uh, I've always wanted to brush the girl's hair behind her ear. <laughs> Somebody's going to get their hair brushed out of their ear. <laughs> like, it had some great lines. Great zombie violent kills. Like, I think that is another big selling point. It's just fun to see them fucking. Like, Tallahassee uh, doesn't like to use guns. He'll use a fucking banjo. He likes to get in it. Uh, you know, you think he kind of has a death wish, but he's just he's just wants to fuck things I, up. I wish I would have thought of it when Rugboy said it, but the movie that can be described in one word. It's cute. That is, it's it's there's a lot cute. of like cute moments. Yes, which you wouldn't because there, there's a, a like a fine movie. It's there's, what a, it is. there's a fine line between being overly cheesy and yeah. having cute yeah. moments. Yeah. And this movie has much more cute moments than it does like uh like roll my eyes like oh that's that's just played out cheesiness. Yeah. Yeah, it's just cute and it's like charming and you're kind of rooting for them. I also I love it, Ta- Tallahassee going, time to nut up or shut up over and over again. That's a great line. I found myself uh maybe because I saw it already, I found myself like kind of like, all right, I'm like looking at my phone a little bit during the movie. So it didn't really captivate me as much as it did the first time when I was in the theater. Yeah. Well, because um, if you spoil the Bill Murray thing, like it's yeah, hard to enjoy it again. I, 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 I was all there for that, but there are some parts I was like, all right, I don't, I don't care. Like, I love I that he's just happen. looking for Twinkies and can't find some fucking Twinkies. Yeah, well, the Twinkies snowballs. Thing, <laughs> yeah, the Twinkie snowballs. thing was yeah, that was it's all cute stuff. It's all cute. Stuff. <laughs> Another great line at the very end after uh, they kiss uh, Eisenberg and Emma Stone, and he goes, "Finally got to first base. Not bad for that scrawny little spit fuck." Uh, just good stuff. Good lines. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's cute. It's a uh, simple video game like plot story. Do you remember the rules, Imran? I remember some of the rules. First one, cardio. That poor fat bastard. 
Yeah. Double Tap. That's an important one. That's, a, that's, the, that's what the name of the next movie is. Yes, that's the sequel. Uh, the Bathrooms was a hilarious. Don't go in bathrooms. Here, let's go over some of these rules. These are all great rules. Uh, Seatbelts, very important. Uh, travel light, get a kick-ass partner. Don't be a hero. But then he changes that later. It's important to limber up. Yeah, uh, stretch out. You got to stretch out. Before you got to stretch out. Check Always check the back seat. Ah. I like rule 32, enjoy the little things. Because, uh, yeah, sometimes you just want to go smash things. Like Twinkies. Like Twinkies. He shot the box of Twinkies. Uh, so what but, are we rating this thing? So originally, I, I feel like the reason the movie ends up this way is the writers had said originally they were pitching this for a TV show. Mm-hmm. And they had to stretch it out. And then Ruben Fleischer gave him the idea to end it at a theme park just to kind of have a third act ending. And I thought that the theme park scenes were good. Like those kills were like Woody Harrelson hanging off the ride, just fucking shooting at zombies while it's going around. That fucking, was cool. Yeah. Fucking great. But there, I mean, there was a lot of like good, funny stuff or uh, clever stuff with him you know, on the rides and stuff. Yeah. Killing the zombies. None of it really made sense because there was a horde of them attacking yes. him. I don't know. Yeah, how why, you are like- they on, why are they on the roller coaster like in random spots where he could shoot them? Right. And then how is he perfectly. able to then uh, yes. get off the ride and then run to another location well, without them swarming? The, but yeah. but it is just funny like watching him on the ride. The other thing I didn't understand is the girls were going on these rides, but I'm like, who's turning the ride on? How did you turn it on and get on the fucking ride? <laughs> how does this work? There's nobody there. You don't have any carnies. Uh, but don't think about the plot. Think about just think it. about yeah. the characters interacting. It's That's just what it's a about. string of fun, like zombie kills. It's with road mo- trip adventure. The movie is at its core about a bunch of lonely people finding a family together. That's yeah. really what yeah. it's about. Yeah, it's the, the, all the other stuff is some of it doesn't make sense, sense but it really isn't what the movie's going for. Well, right. let's let's rate it. And then I want to talk about uh, the sequel that is coming out this month in a few weeks. Zombie Land. We reviewed it. Double tap. Perfect timing. Thank you, Austin Clemens. Anthony, what would you give this movie? I'd give it a solid like seven, 7.5. It is. It's a solid entertaining movie. It's not something I would go out of my way. I think rugs mentioned this earlier. I wouldn't go out and be like, you have to see this movie, but if it's on, I'm going to say you probably will enjoy this movie. If you watch it, Okie dokie, rugs. I feel like since I've seen it once already, yeah, I think a lot of the surprise factor of it, it, it wasn't new, and mm-hmm. I kind of knew what to expect. And so, like, even though like I still love the Bill Murray scenes and I still love Woody Harrelson, he's great. Um, it did it didn't have that same impact as if I would have seen it for the first time, I probably would have given it a better rating. Like me, but I'm gonna go six point five. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Seeing it for, for seeing it and not knowing what's going in happen going to happen yeah. is a big factor into it's yeah, key. this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, look. I enjoyed the movie. It's clever. Uh, it kind of elevates the genre. It's not as clever as Shaun of the Dead, but it is. It's second to is that. Is this a movie. genre now? Zombie comedy. Zombie comedy is okay. a genre. There's a there's. I there's didn't a realize few this movie before you get your rating that it was ten years old either. I was like, oh. What? Right? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Uh, I'm 10 years older than I was in 2009. Holy fuck. Before The Walking Dead on TV was huge, this is uh, people were loving this kind of zombie stuff. And and, and uh, so clever, fun, cute. Exactly. I want to give it an eight, but I'm going to go 7.75 uh, because uh, because it just uh, I could use a little bit more of a plot, maybe a little bit more. Uh, cl- more cleverness and a little bit more heart between, but 
cast is excellent. And Ruben Fleischer, his direction, surprisingly not bad, which leads me to believe clearly Venom, the writing was shit, and that's the best he could do with it. I feel like I, I, I feel the exact opposite. I feel like that his direction is just okay. Yeah. And that's why Venom is just okay. Oh. I just yeah. I think he had better better writing here I, and a great cast, and that like, helped. Shaun of the Dead has, you know, a great director. Yeah. 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 So and, and it was Edgar Wright has style. a style. Yes. Absolutely definite style. Ruben Fleischer. Yeah, it's so from, I would kind of lean more towards rugs. The, the the only thing that I saw that was like a little distinct, and I've seen it in other movies, is like the writing of what he's thinking, like the rules while it's yeah, happening. But it can, other, yeah, in the yeah, scene. Yeah, but everything yeah. else was kind of just it's competently shot. Yeah, that's and yeah. that's kind of like the. It's just okay. Yeah, it's just okay. That the 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 rules is kind of like. Yeah, I flipped him around. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, but I'm sticking with my score. But the rules make it more like a video game thing. They even have that one zombie kill of the week like medallion. The but, rules make it like uh, what's his face um, that did uh, super not super bad. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. See, that's Edgar Wright, and he, that dude has a definite. Style. Let's not forget, uh, Ruben Fleischer did not get Venom 2. That went to Andy Serkis. He is directing the sequel, Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, Anthony, you guys watched this trailer. Did you guys watch this? I put it in the show oh, notes. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer. It. Click the trailer. This thing picks up. Uh, Should I watch it now and then we'll talk about it? Okay, watch it now. Talking nerd. It's cute. It's cute. It looks like it's Zombieland. It's just as cute as the first movie. Double Tap looks like more of what made the first movie great. Yeah, it's so. I mean, I I enjoyed the trailer. I did smirk, and you heard me maybe laugh a little. Um, it's one of those trailers. It's again very cute. It is a little weird seeing Emma Stone and all of them ten years later. Jesse Eisenberg hasn't aged at all. It looks like it um, picks up where the other movie left off too. No, I can tell that everyone else is ten years older. It's like <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Um, <laughs> it's one of those trail. Like it's. It reminds me of those eighties or like when they started making sequels to. Um, popular movies back when they didn't plan to make sequels yeah where it was like okay what do we do for the sequel well let's make it like the first one only more but just more yeah yeah and that, that's exactly what they're but doing that's with all this. you they're really got to do with this movie you see let's just amp it up to nine or ten i mean with this i one. love the slow motion zombie kills more more crazy zombie kills that. i think that might be trailer editing I think uh, that you see things in the trailer and they're edited like all cool and then you see the movie and it's not edited less like that it, well, it looks like I did enjoy that all of them. That starts with just how they're all Academy Award nominees. They are yes, That is great. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's just a stupid and, movie. And, with them yes, in. and like why they love these movies. Like they're so good at it. I might see it in the theater. Yeah, dude. This look. This got me geeked for uh, Double Tap watching this movie. A uh, couple of things. Apparently, the zombies have evolved more in this movie. There's some sort of Terminator type inspired zombie that doesn't stop so the zombies are getting a little more dangerous a little more smart you have uh the new cast members like rosario dawson uh and new kills with a fucking uh monster wilson, truck and a, what's his name oh and then at the end luke wilson and the dude from silicon valley show up it's another nerdy middle ditch another nerdy white guy and another crazy old dude and she's like am i hallucinating what's going on here so they meet another pair that's just like them. Uh, that should make for a lot of fun jokes. But yeah, it looks like another great zombie comedy. I do have one gripe that, but this happens in every zombie film. Yeah, or every zombie um, media outlet. Yeah, media, media property, whatever is. How are the characters always so like well groomed and like? <laughs> 
having good clothes and they don't stink. Like Emma Stone looks good and what's his name? Uh, Jesse Eisberg's hair is nice and groomed and perfectly curly. They would be completely dirty. Don't ask questions, Andy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just en- enjoy it. I'm sorry. Why am I doing uh, that? But I love, uh, you know what I love is uh, Woody Harrelson's outfits in the, in the first movie and in this movie. Apparently he had a lot of input and like bought the, his own clothes. It, like it he, seems like one of those roles for Woody Harrelson where he just gets to just have fun. Yeah, he's totally having fun, chewing the scenery. I love all the different hats he wears. That fucking the hat makes the whole the whole outfit. Uh, but yeah, Zombieland Double Tap, October eighteenth, coming out very soon. And uh, Austin Clements, great pick. Thanks for being a patron. Uh, once you get to a year, Austin. You send us another movie. You we'll turn a year do old. That one. You can be one year old on the Patreon. Uh, we'll get to do a second movie. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good zombie stuff. Let's get to some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> I should just have Anthony do that live and do all the sound effects from now on. It's Stop time playing that for clip. news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I don't need the soundboard anymore, Anthony. I'm just gonna po- I'm gonna poke at you. I will press press you, and you will play these clips. No problem. Uh, we have a voice. You gotta know mail. which button to push, though. Uh, if I press the right nipple. <laughs> He says this. And if I press the left nipple. That's a big fuck up right there. I think that's how, the, I think that's how that <laughs> works. If I, think... I press, and then the belly button. I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, wait, that is you. Yeah, that's me. Uh, we have a voicemail from Jimmy the Geek Graben, everybody. Graben? Jimmy the Geek, Why checking you? in. Hey, listener, what's up? Thanks for pressing play. He's doing it, too. voicemail from Jimmy the Geek. Hey, uh, I know I confused some people. That wasn't Imran. This is Jimmy the Geek. Hey, uh, guys, hope things are good. Uh, loving the show, as always. I had a question for you, or maybe a possible suggestion. Uh, you guys have been doing a lot of these uh, Patreon movie reviews, which have been awesome. Uh, been making me kind of go back uh, through streaming services to find some movies that I've never seen before, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, I had a suggestion about reviewing possibly old graphic novels or comics. Um, The reason I ask is because I just finished up reading Batman The Long Halloween. I believe it's from 1996, 1997. Uh, I know that's like an iconic Batman graphic novel, but uh, I'll be honest with you, I had never actually sat down and read it before. So was wondering if you might possibly want to do a review of that or any other type of old graphic novel or uh, current graphic novel or comic. I know other listeners uh, are still reading comics and maybe they want you to review one. But, uh, you know, kind of go back to the roots. I remember you guys, uh, when you first started, we talked about doing comic reviews sometimes, but never really came to fruition but would uh would love to hear you guys thoughts on that uh also just read batman year one for another suggestion but uh just just a suggestion um loving the movie reviews but thought i just might toss something out there for you guys so uh keep up the good work and for those who haven't listened imran and i did a review of the last season of agents of shield uh we're probably the only two people watching it but hey you know it's on patreon if you want to check it out so uh thanks guys and check you later (laughs) i did it when he did it (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy, uh, for all the kind words. What are you guys' thoughts? Eva? What do we think? 
I don't know. We what do you used think about what? Uh, reviewing. Co- Did you listen to the fuck he just? <laughs> you know, motherfucker, I put that phone away. Somebody take Anthony's phone. <laughs> the fuck okay. is going on? Let me tell you about Tony. All right, Tony ruins lives. <laughs> Red boy comment. Jesus, I, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Why did the ghost get depressed about not being able to impregnate his girlfriend? Why? Because he had a long Halloweenie. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going great. The lo- every time I hear long Halloween, that's all I think of that. I don't know. Really, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, uh, he wants us to review comics. We, oh, right, right, right. Remember we used to, the first couple of episodes? Uh, we did it. We did it. He talked about, like, uh, the one with the juggernaut that wouldn't stop. Oh, I, I narrated the whole... Remember we did whole, comic artists yeah. you should know? But... No uh, one listened to those. Here's the thing about reviewing comics, and it, it is, I mean, it's fun. It's so niche. At this point, it's so, so niche. So I I uh, I like his suggestion. I, I, I like the suggestion. I just don't think it's niche, there's that big of an audience that but really I cares. Think what we could do is go back and review classic stuff uh, that's not too long because the long Halloween is like 300 pages. It's 13 issues of fucking material. That's, that's, that, that's not that. That's really. I mean, it's a lot of pages, but that's a pretty. It's all quick reads because you're just reading. That's true. There's lots. Well, of, it's like, not 300 pages of written no. word. This is the thing. Like I've read shitloads of comics in my life. Like shitloads and shitloads and shitloads. I don't remember half of them. Okay, yeah. I have to yeah. reread yeah, them. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to like put in that kind of time to like read something that <laughs> yeah. I've already read, so I can do a, like a proper review of it. Um, like I've read every all of the classes. I've read Long Halloween, and I don't even remember remember what happens in that. Me, like, you know, I've read it too, and I I have a hard time remembering. I, mean, I know like the gist of it, yeah. Like, but I don't remember exact scenes. It's like, got all the Batman villains. Calendar Man was in it or something, uh, right? Yeah. Let, yeah. let me piggyback on that too. I liked reading comics. I did. I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. it. The only issue is, it's not as easy to find this stuff. Well, I guess I guess there is online stuff, but it's not as easy to find the the, the actual paperback or whatever. With Amazon, it's very simple to find nowadays. True. I, yeah, I guess. Okay, you're right. But then we'd have to purchase something. Well, we'd have so to we buy it. Well, we have to buy yeah. it. But here, look, here's. But I think. Well, yeah. No, listen, listen. Yeah. You'd buy it. Yeah. We'd all buy it. We'd yeah. have to track it down. We'd have to read it. Yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're gonna do that work, and I would say maybe twenty people in our chat or in our group really read comics. All, religiously you're, pro- you're probably right and also i'm still buy comics every now and then but they're fucking four dollars a pop now which is bullshit. that's some bullshit like that's like you that, can't that have a insanity polis. to me 399 like that now. yeah is your average price and some of them five six up to ten dollars disney plus issue. is 4.99 a month. For a month yes for all that shit <laughs> so that, that kind of soured me on you know you can't buy but and read maybe. them any. i don't know if I it mean, could be can, a weekly thing but no, if we could do every, it we can easily do this just make a list of all of our favorite comics and then recommend them. Every maybe once every quarter, every four months, we pick a classic graphic novel that's not too long that everyone's talked about. That's I don't regarded care about the as, length. Okay, it's more just something that's know. regarded as like classic literature. Uh, I don't know. It'd be nice. Like, we'll we see. Yeah. Maybe we'll try it once and see how. We appreciate it goes. the suggestion, Jimmy. Thank you. Also, happy Look. belated birthday! It was Jimmy's birthday last week. Jockey nerd. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Happy birthday. But, you know, we, 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 we are all passionate about the source material, clearly. Uh, and there are times when you can compare the source material to the movie. 
in order to do a proper review, we'd have to reread them. We would have to reread them. And, and some of them are like, like The Dark Knight Returns or something. That's a pretty hefty read. You'd have to spend a few hours at least reading that. So it's like, it's a commitment that we would do for our, our, our people if there was a real demand for it. And I could see doing it every once in a while, but not like on a constant. But you can find stuff like Killing Joke isn't very long. You can find stuff, 32 to 48 pages, self-contained stories, old graphic novels from back in the day that I think would be worth. I would love to talk about. But yes, we will. It's a good suggestion. It may be a possibility. Every now and then it would be a nice change up from stuff. We just need to make a list. Yeah, there's just so much stuff. There's so much out there. Uh, the next thing, Rick Martinez comments on the new summonation. He says, with all the heroes appearing in the Arrowverse crisis on Infinite Earths, do you think they are all going to have dialogue? Is there enough time? Probably not. Here, check this out. Here is the crazy cast of this that we know so far. Of course, uh, Black Lightning is part of this for the first time. All the cast from five shows, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman. Uh, you have Tom Cavanaugh playing three people. Harrison Wells, of course, Reverse Flash, Eobard Thawne, and Pariah, bad guy. You have Stephen Amell playing Green Arrow and multiple versions of Oliver Queen from Time. You have Brandon Ruth playing Adam and Superman from Kingdom Come. Have you guys seen these photos uh, of yeah. him? He looks like the Alex Ross painting. Geek boner. He does. Uh, it looks pretty dope. And then there's one with him and Tyler Hoechlin Superman. Multiple Supermans. They've also he just dwarfs him. I know. He's so <laughs> tall, dude. And Tyler Hoechlin is not as tall. But the fact that Brandon Ruth gets to play Superman again after Superman returns, that's pretty cool. They have cast Os- Osric Chow as Ryan Choi Adam, who is uh, one of the Adams from the comics. Uh, but here, check this out. Kevin Conroy, this is Bruce Wayne, John Cryer as Lex Luthor from Supergirl. You have Tom Welling and Erica Durant, the Clark Kent and Lois Lane from Smallville Geek boner. in this. Uh, you have the girl who played Huntress in the shitty Birds of Prey 2000 TV show. Oh, She's going to be in this. Uh, Jonah Hex from Legends of Tomorrow will be in this. John Wesley Ship, 90s Flash in this. Uh, Bitsy Tullock, Lois Lane from Supergirl. And let's not forget, of course, Burt Ward. The most important 66 Robin uh, in this. And I'm, you know, get fucking Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. Throw them all in there. I kind of love how they're squishing. Yeah, Wheeler in there. Wheeler in there. I love how they're <laughs> pulling all the DC shows from all these different places. Uh, it's crazy. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been following the. I don't think you have to. You can time, just but, watch these. But this is something that is kind of. It, I would agree. This is probably pretty fun. This Super is, this ambitious. Is a cool, this is a cool thing. Yeah. Fun. And hopefully, I think they're probably gonna kill. I, am la- I still am laughing that Burt Ward will what be in this. What the fuck is Burt Ward? Robin. He's so fat. I, he can't be playing Robin. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> no. He's but, so fat and so old. <laughs> floppy jug. I bet he has a floppy jug in his <laughs> he age. He does. He definitely does. <laughs> he can't be playing Robin. But, man, what an ambitious what fucking the, thing. Rugs, what's the deal with uh, Ashley Scott? Is she good as Huntress? You, you're probably the only person that's watched that I show. I watched that show. And uh, <laughs> for you got to understand, like, <laughs> the quality of things have changed. This was you know, 2000s. Like TV, yeah. Yeah, like, TV was, was shitty. Like, in the like Early you know, 20 years 20 years ago yeah. it was just like no one took it seriously 
And now that, like, you know, you have Game of Thrones and you have all of these great, like, some of the best stuff is on TV now. Right. And even better than the movies, a lot of the stuff that's on TV. So it's, it's a different playing field. For, for the playing field that it was in, it was fine. You know, it wasn't like all the shows were shitty. Yeah, at the time. So, like, yeah. Buffy was like, I mean, you watch Buffy, it's very campy and whatever. Like, but I love Buffy for its time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in that realm, I think it was fine. It had a Batman costume in there. There was a guy in a Batman costume, but you never saw his face. Oh, you just or, saw or like him in shadow and stuff? Yes. Wow. So he was even involved in, um, they had Black Canary in the show. They had Catwoman, who was played by Mia Sarah, who was from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, uh, the girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was, I think she was Selena Kyle. And, oh, she'd be uh, good for that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, like, it was fine for what it was. And, uh. It was campy and cheesy. So, I mean, you, would you watch it now and think it was good? No, you're going to watch it now and think it's complete garbage. But, <laughs> I mean, there was a Batgirl in it. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? The girl from Starship Troopers was Batgirl. Oh, uh, not Denise Richards, the other one. The other yeah, one. Yeah. The, uh, the, she was Batgirl, and then she became Oracle in that, and she was in a wheelchair. That's more Birds of Prey than this fucking movie. That's coming yeah. out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's know? a, there's, I mean, there, there's a uh, episode where the girl who's plays Batgirl fights uh, one of the people, like the girl with the tattoo on her leg. She's like in all the justice league of America uh, TV shows. The justice. Remember that? Yeah. Show? yeah. The cartoon. Yeah, yeah. The girl, with the tattoo that runs the fight joint. Oh, I don't know who and they is. have like a fight with each other oh. in, in, in full costume. Batgirl costume looks like the Batgirl costume. Wow. So, mm. I mean, it's like a, it, it, it is what it is. It's a comic book show. It was, Remember the the really bad Flash show with John Wesley Ship? Yep, yep. He's, he's in the this. same he's level. In this. Yep. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, real. That was it's the same yeah, level was of, of shitty. Of but good. I, I watched it, it and I loved it. But it wasn't that great. But it was nineties. It was Chizola. But Chizola. Yeah, they didn't know how to do it yet. Yeah, so I can't wait. I mean, I'm hope. I think they're gonna kill Oliver Queen, Stephen Amell. It's the last season of Arrow. He's got to be fucking done with this character. Uh, there also there's gonna be a spinoff with the two canaries and Oliver and Felicity's daughter from the future. They're spinning off a girl show uh, on the CW. Also, all these this week, all the CW shows I think come back. Batwoman debuts the day this show posts, October six. Ruby Rose following Supergirl and also Walking Dead season ten. Remember Walking Dead? It's still on, people. Oh shit! <laughs> season ten premiere the day this show posts. I will be watching it begrudgingly. The show needs to die. But uh, I forgot what was going on in the show anyway. It's The Walking Dead. It's the Walking <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Anybody, uh, Rugs, you watching the Tittens uh, season two at all? I am watching Tittens. <laughs> it's a very uneven show. It is not good. It, there's good parts. There's one episode that was okay, yeah. and then the rest of them are dog shit. <laughs> it's very uneven, but they got Deathstroke and uh, what's his name? Dr. Light. Uh, I don't know. Bobby Sla- Light? Bobby Light. Bobby Slayton. Do you know Bobby. who Bobby Light is? Who's Bobby Light? <laughs> that's from remember Robin Big with Rob D- Durdek uh, yeah, 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 on MTV and then he was his that was that was his like um his alter ego when he was like a, a kind of like a pop star Bobby Light anyway that's whenever I hear Dr. Light Dr. I think Light. about Rob Deerdick and Bobby Light gonna do you right anyway um <laughs> I just put in a YouTube link yeah. of of Barbara Gordon and Lady Shiva from so you can the look show? at that you, yeah from this is from a Birds of Prey this TV show it's really bad, but you can see her. She's in the costume. Oh, oh yeah. Look at it. She's wearing a cowl, and she's throwing things at her. 
Oh no! Yeah. Oh, this oh is my bad. God! Look at that! It's got the yellow, the yellow gloves and boots and everything. Look at this yeah. slow action fucking fighting. Why are they fighting oh, in the slow motion? The fighting is terrible. The but like, fight, but they wore, they came, came full with costumes and shit. Yeah, they fucking brought the fucking costumes to life. Like that's it the was, Batgirl costume, but it does not. Yeah. Look, it looks they like they gave it a shot. It, they went, they went, they went for it. But they it was did go you know, for it. It's real bad. It looks like Batman yeah. sixty six a little bit with the fucking gold and. Blue yeah. back. Wow, I it had looks no like idea. Batman sixty six with the way they're fucking fighting yeah, and talking to one another. I think it's horrible. Wow, they. I can't believe I never watched the show when it was out. They did all this crazy shit on this show. Not good. And Lady not she funny. Was not funny. It was not She's funny. Old, uh, but they tried to make it. Lame. <laughs> watch. Uh, uh, Fuck yeah. that show. Yeah, that's that's yeah. about the the amount of it. Okay, we have a sports belty league update. It's October. That means it could be baseball. It could be football. I don't know what the fuck it is. Let's find out. What's up, you beautiful weirdos? Hi. This is Jason Dutch, and I am here. Oh, hi, rug boy. Hello. Rugs- How are you? Oh, is he talking to me? Oh, it's nice to hear. You're looking like up, you have dude? a few extra stains on your felt there. You must have had a, a fun night. Double tap. Uh, with the, the- at, at the puppet orgy. Double tapping. Good fun. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. Anyway, um, about the Fantasy Baseball League, I know that you guys are very happy to hear that the season is over. Uh, next year, certainly, we'll probably uh, truncate that a bit so that it doesn't annoy the non-jocks. Um, but we do have a winner. We have a champion. We Holy have shit. a grand sultan of Fantasy Baseball. And that person, well, first of all, let's talk about second place. Felix Fiddlesticks Winterbottom finished in second. He lost the finals to, drumroll please, Brian Goff. By the way, also a listener to Voice from the Underground. We love you, buddy. Had a great season. Uh, first place pretty much start to finish in his side of the division. In the, I believe he was in the uh, Thanos division. Um Felix Felix was in the uh, dark side division. So once again, Marvel uh, defeats DC. And uh, you got some gear coming. Um, Felix Fiddlesticks, you might have some also. We'll see. Later, guys. Thanks for playing. Love you. Are we sending the gear? I'm, uh, Brian Goff will be getting a Jogger T-shirt. I oh, believe right. that's, that's what right. I promised. We agree to that. Yeah. Part of the package. Once again, DC does it first. Marvel does it better. Jogger Congratulations, Jeez. Brian Goff, for that long season of fantasy. Uh, what was that? Baseball? Cricket? Was it cricket? Uh, baseball has <sighs> been very, very good to Baseball. Me. Cricket's uh, stepbrother. Baseball. Uh, finally, some announcements to make before we peace out. Uh, we'd like to announce. Oh, first of all, go visit uh, Voice from the Underground, Underground, Jason Dutch, who you just heard uh, from Voice from the Underground podcast. When the Spider-Man news broke, uh, I got to process my thoughts that night on an yeah, emergency. You were on that show. Yeah, emergency. You traitor. Fuck. Look, they <laughs> announced it after we recorded the motherfuckers. How all dare right, they? All right, it's fine. I had to process. We did an emergency geek pod with Jason Dutch and Mark from Big Heads Media, which leads into my next announcement. We, the Jock and Nerd Podcast, will be joining the Big Heads Media Network. I was always told as a kid that I had a big dome. Oh, so you fit in I perfectly. A, I rock a seven and, and three a eighths. Wow, yeah. is that yeah, a big yeah. hat size? I think so. A seven That's and almost seven and a half. You do. You're a little top heavy. You and like not, taper not, down. 
to a point. What's that? From your head down, you taper down to your to your feet. Like you're top heavy. Bobble heady. No? Big, <laughs> big head? I don't know. I do have a big I did have a big I mean I had a big head as a, as a kid. Did you grow into it? I think so. <laughs> I think it now fits my body better now that I've like not uh, ninety five pounds. Oh probably. Yeah. So uh very appropriate that we join Big Heads Media. I have a clip from that episode, uh link in the show notes if you want to check it out. But this clip is where we announced it. Check this out. So um a few months before we get to talking here, a few months ago, it was probably like two months ago when I, but right after we joined Big Heads, I told Mark, I said, you know, there's a couple other shows that you should talk to. And one of them was Imran. And I guess there was a miscommunication or something, or Mark actually listened to Imran's show. And, <laughs> and I don't know what it was. Uh, but uh, I guess we have a, a somewhat big announcement here. So go ahead, uh, Mark, give him the welcome. Breaking news. Uh, right here, exclusive to Voice <laughs> from the Underground, uh, the Jack and Nerd podcast will be the newest member of the Big Heads Media Empire. Jack and Nerd, <laughs> that's amazing! Thank you so much. Yes, we <laughs> we had a conversation. I thought we had an understanding, but then he may have listened. And but I fooled him. We're in, people. Jack and Nerd coming to Big Heads Media. There you go. They still what want the hell? us. Not only did you fucking cheat on us, yeah. You'd made an announcement about our show on another show. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, that. Well, look, Jason forced us. I am wow. a little bit of a slut. I've been sleeping around. What can I tell you guys? You do so. A little bit slutty here. But uh, I love I this movie. I love this movie. There, that fixes everything, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, look, we're happy to join Mark. We uh, At some point, we'll have him on the show. He's a really cool guy. He can turn you guys on. To the network and what he's all about. Fun sure. guy to talk to. Uh, also, don't forget this week, the show posts Ace Comic Con, Rosemont, October 11th to 13th. Anthony, you still got to make it out on the Friday. We got might p- make it Friday. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We got press credentials. I either, I may take Friday off. I definitely will be there on the Saturday. So I won't be there on the Saturday. It's a f- uh, first year for Ace Comic Con. Uh, support the cons. We'll be there. Check it out. Link in the show notes. Con! <laughs> Not that con. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, fucking oh shit. Con. Shaka Con? Shaka Con. Let me love you, Shaka Con. You know, I haven't played this yet. Yeah. <laughs> we need more Apple Podcast ratings. Here's how it's going so far. If you've been listening, I've been asking our listeners. If they are on an iOS device and in the U.S., I forgot to mention all that, uh, cl- uh, visit Apple Podcasts, light up those stars. Yeah. We have, we we're trying to get to 200 ratings so that we can influence the tomato meter and get accepted. Yes. To, wouldn't that be great that we could influence the shitty? Wouldn't you like to see a little rug boy with a little tomato against we, next to his we name? We would join the man. We would be fake news yeah. media. We would yeah. join the man. We'd we get would that. join the anti-everything uh, except Marvel bias. <laughs> yeah. the, every Marvel movie is better than the last one. Yes, 90% automatically for any Marvel if it's, movie. If it's any Marvel movie started Rug, at that Rugs is going to say this movie sucks and it's still going to get a fresh. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> I don't no. know how it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> hey, it happens now. So, so all you iPhoneies with your iPhone and your Apple stuff, get over there and give us a good review, or just you don't have to even write anything. Just give us a star. Light up the stars. We have we're up to ninety ratings now. When we started, it was eighty three. We need another 
hundred and <laughs> something. It's getting there slowly but surely. Look, I didn't put a time schedule on this. It'll get there when it get there. I want to thank all the Do listeners for leaving wonderful reviews uh, lately. You can check them out. Uh, if you go to our website, I have a page with all iTunes reviews under the reviews tab. You can read all the reviews. Oh, really? com. Yes, it automatically populates in this plugin that I have you know, I wanna, I on the website. All the, and there's a ton of them. But 90 ratings. We're trying to get to 200. Light it up, folks. Thank you very much. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, where I'm just, uh, you know, trying to be the voice of reason, ha- and the voice of treason. The voice of treason. You're having some great conversations over there. I love checking. Yeah, your- I got into a good one with Maddie. Yeah, Matt Dalhauer. I love checking your threads. I love checking yeah. the Twitter threads. Show notes for this episode, jockandnerd.com slash 296. Visit our website. It will have links to everything we talked about, how to get in touch with the show, how you can get a gaming chair for 25% off from eWin Racing, uh, and all the ways to get in touch and support the show. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Give them one of these. Nerd. And we'll continue to rule, rule, rule the geek world. I can't talk. My brain is mush, but I made it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Their bottom is, is very weak.